Well, there you go. There, That could be a, an easy way to help reduce dementia risk. And tonight you're talking about another way to help help your heart. I am, you see, because as everyone hears me rabbiting on about the five keys of being healthy, and if you follow the five keys of being healthy, which I will get to in a second, you reduce your risk for cardiac events by about 83%. So what are the five keys? Number one, no addictions. Number two, uh, seven to eight hours of good quality sleep per night. Number three, eat less food, eat more natural food. Number four, I'll get to in a second. And number five, the best drug on the planet is a thing called happiness. But the second best drug on the planet, in my view, is three to five hours of moderate exercise a week. And it's easy for us to do. It should be. But tragically, only 25% of the population have three to five hours of moderate exercise a week. And, and you, you don't need to run a marathon to be healthy. As I say all the time, People, when people say, can I run a marathon, I tell them there's a perfectly good bus service. <laughs> uh, and, and it turns out going for a good, strong walk is more than enough. And don't just take my word for it. The, the good people at that wonderful institution, the Heart Foundation, are right alongside me when they say, for a healthy mind, body and heart, walking wins and have a new website to help you out walking.org.au. Uh, they're commercial partners with us here on Healthy Living, and I'm delighted to say the senior advisor, physical activity, um, the senior advisor in physical activity, Elizabeth Kalea, uh, joins me live. Good evening, Elizabeth. Good evening, and hello to everybody tonight. Now, walking wins, doesn't it? Yes, Walking Wins and the Heart Foundation have just released their campaign for 2024 about Walking Wins. So we're on a mission to inspire over 400 Australians to lace up and, and step out for their health and come walk with us at the Heart Foundation because we know walking on its own can slash the heart disease risk by 35%. And it's yep. free, easy, and it can be done anywhere. So we want people to make that step to count towards a healthier heart. So just at a, a simple level... How does walking reduce your risk for heart disease by that much? Now, one of the big things is cardiovascular disease has many risk factors, as we know. And physical inactivity is one of the greatest risk factors amongst our cardiovascular disease risk. So what it's actually doing is helping the body with a physiological process to get that heart moving and get that heart pumping to keep it fit and healthy and well. And it has a great impact on a variety of factors such as your blood pressure, your um, cholesterol profile, and many other um, risk factors for cardiovascular disease. So it actually has a really good impact on your mental, your physical, and your social well-being, especially if you're out walking in a group. Mm. And that's where Heart Foundation is encouraging people to join or lead a group so we're looking for leaders as well to start a group out in the community or join our personal walking plans where we've got five different plans that are tailored to help suit people to where they're at whether they're a novice and they haven't done a lot of exercise to people who are exercising moderately to regularly but they want to do a little bit more so we're encouraging more people to come and join us and be part of our community across Australia to help be healthy and well. So, Elizabeth, as a cardiologist, I'm often asked how much exercise should you do, but also when you're doing it, how much should you push yourself? So is a stroll as good as a fast walk? How fast do you have to walk to really make a difference in your health? Yeah, well, and we get asked the same question, and it's great. We've got our fantastic two-way communication with our personal walking plans and our groups to help people ask those questions and give them the answers. So the answer is you should be doing moderate intensity exercise to really get the benefit and aiming for at least 30 minutes or more. So the goal is 
total, if we're talking about hours, it's more, as you said before, two over two and a half hours a week, two and a half to five hours, and it doesn't have to be a marathon. It's how you build that time up across mm. the week. But the, the important part is for that intensity is you should be able to hold a conversation, but you should be breathing heavier. You should feel like you're waking yep. up a little bit of a sweat and feeling like you're getting that heart pumping, getting the body moving. That makes the difference because research has shown that it does make a difference on what your intensity is and vigorous intensity, which is more of when you're walking a bit faster or getting a little bit more of pace up and you're breathing a little bit more intensely. That is even shown to to give great benefits. So that's why um, the, the guidelines talk about moderate to vigorous activity. So as long as you're doing something that you're comfortable with, that's the most important part, but feel like you really getting that heart rate up, breathing a little bit heavier, but you can still uh, whistle as you walk is a good tip, Um, or even walk and talk if you've got a friend with you. That's a great pace to maintain and trying to get out there, whether it be out in nature or be out in your local shopping centre for one of our local shopping centre walks that we have a lot in Queensland. And when we're in the summer and beating the heat, it's getting out there and being active and getting that moderate intensity exercise across yeah. the week. I, I have a lot of my patients say to me, but doctor, what heart rate should I get to? And I, I say to them, look, if you want to focus on heart rate, 220 minus your age uh, is your predicted maximum heart rate. And you want to get up to at least somewhere between 60 to 70% of that. But you don't need to even think about it. It's exactly what you said get to the point where you're feeling a little bit tested by the exercise, so it may be a bit shorter breath, a little bit sweaty, a little bit hot, but you can still hold a conversation. And that's where you're getting, when you're getting to that perceived exertion, that's when you're getting cardiovascular fitness and that's when you start burning fat when you get up to there. Now, what about walking on a treadmill? Does that count? Yep, still counts, because some people find that it, you know, the, the environment might be as conducive as they'd like to get out and feel comfortable and safe. And they might have a treadmill at home or they might love going to the gym and being around other people in that space. Treadmill counts. It's just about getting, you know, that huff and puff up. And this is where, and, and like you're saying, when people ask little technical terms, what's my heart rate and where should I be? What we encourage through our personal walking plans and through our walkers is to think about how hard you feel that you're working. And it's a really simple, easy way for people to think about how much effort they're doing so when they're reaching about their moderate intensity when they feel like that they're getting their huff and puff up you're normally roughly in that right training heart rate zone Mm -hmm. you feel like you're just going for a stroll normally you're not quite in that heart rate training zone so that's why going on a treadmill going out in shopping centers as i said before out in a local park just around your neighborhood or even getting off the bus a little bit earlier and walking to your destination or parking the car at the back you know doing different things to think about how can you build up the exercise every day to get that heart rate up and get you moving to get that 30 minutes aiming for 30 minutes to help you towards a healthier heart so in our personal walking plans we actually give people that rate of perceived exertion chart as well so people can think about that chart and have that in front of them so we've got great um, little tips amongst our personal walking plans which is free and easy to sign up online Um, and that way people can get that information that they need to help guide them where they're going It's such a great message, Elizabeth, and I want to thank you for joining me on Healthy Living Tonight. Thank you so much for having me on with you tonight, Ross. It's been a pleasure. And that's brought to you by the Heart Foundation. So for a healthy mind, body and heart, walking wins, visit walking.org.au. Wise words, Dr. Ross. We're back after this to talk about a breakthrough in glioblastoma.